shine. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead in this double barrel Wednesday, Sean Callahan, 625, Parker Gabriel, 725, the mailbag, 645, lots to get to today. Did you enjoy the 60 plus degree weather yesterday? This is just small weather talk. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh, we got to do this. You want to ask Harrison? I played golf yesterday. A little bit of golf. Harrison. Oh, you know, okay. We can do weather talk if you want. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. You got my mic on. The mic is on. I can. Good hear morning, you. Harrison. Yesterday, I noticed I did ride the hog yesterday. And I noticed it was, okay, now, excuse me for sounding like a grandpa. But it was one of those days where I noticed this, it's always funny. It's funny. You you will see people with parka, with dressed in a parka, with a muffler, with boots on one street corner, and then you'll see someone else with shorts and a t-shirt on the other. Or sometimes you'll see someone with a winter coat and shorts on. It's one of those days I've never understood that. It's one of those the days last one. Yeah. Well it's one of those days where there's a mix of, of dress because people don't quite know what to do. I was on campus, so I saw a lot of kids just with shorts and T-shirts on. But then you'll see you know, someone my age with a, with a coat on and a stocking cap. Yes. I, yeah, but do they have shorts on, though? I, I saw a couple of that, those. But you saw winter, winter coat, winter coat with shorts. shorts. Yeah. I've been guilty of that before if I'm like going to the gym. Sure. That's yeah. it. Just if I'm going to the gym, I want to make sure I'm warm on the way in, the way out. But like, I'm not going to walk around campus or around town with a winter coat on and shorts. Yeah, there's some confusion. That one out just there. never made sense to me. There was some confusion because it was 60 yesterday. Did it get to 60? It was 60. It got to 68 in Beatrice. I know that was the highest in the state whoa, yesterday. Whoa. I think it got to 66 in Lincoln. Whoa. So, beautiful day. Yeah, there you go. There's your weather talk. There's your weather talk. Yes, that's enough, probably. Well, it was it was great. You rode the hog. That's that's news in February. Yeah, it's it, and you know what? Anybody who has a motorcycle right now will tell you that um, this has been a great winter because you don't. There's not much maintenance you have to do. You don't. I don't have to plug a charger into my battery because it's. Hey, at this time last year, I. It's possible we didn't have a show. We worked through that ungodly cold. I know Trixie stayed home one day at this time last year to take care of the chickens because the to the, take care of the chickens because it was so cold. They brought she brought them inside. No, but you have to keep their water, you know, their water from freezing, and make sure they're okay. I mean, remember? Do you remember that cold snap where yeah, it, it got negative, to be like twenty below? No, it was actually negative thirty-one. Yeah. Negative thirty-one. Yeah, people were showing pictures of like their outlets inside like covered in frost yeah. they had bad insulation in the house yeah that's insane yeah 
That's the tundra, man, inside. Yeah, we're not getting that this year. No, I hope not. I hope it, no, wow, that's a March lot of weather not. talk. People are right now turning. Yeah, but it's been 60 degrees. I, I can't get over don't it. Don't turn the channel. Is anybody listening? Don't they're, turn. No, they're out here. Yeah, roll call, 464-5685. Texas on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers text that line. enough weather talk. Where are you at? What's your name? 402-464-5685. Where you're at. What's I love where you're at. Yeah. And what's your name? And if you want to throw your age in, that's cool. Yeah, too. Simplex the age one just to, you know. Well, it's a critical part of knowing a person and what the, who they are is their age. Well, that's true. You're yes. 55. I'm yes. 30. Yes. That's and Harrison's for transparent. 22. Yes, 22 for Harrison. Yes. Harrison's here. He has a long streak of being here on time. Yes, he does. It's a good sign. And he still looks like Tom Petty. <laughs> a young Tom Petty. God, he could sound like Tom Petty, too, if he just added a little bit we, of twang. We talked, we talked after the show one time about having Harrison... Read certain lines of Tom Petty's oh, What? Okay, we can start that today. Yeah, I'll get one in the break. I, okay? I, I have three words for you know you know the three words I want him to say. Yes, Harrison, get ready. There's gonna yeah, this is a good one. We're gonna start off. This is the first one that came to my brain because <laughs> yeah, we and I both love the part of this song. I know. And you, you used to think I used it was to think something it was, else. I used to think it was the wrong words. Oh and you, then you laughed at me and said, no, it's not what it is, you idiot. And now I know what it is, and gonna, I think it's funny. We're going to have Harrison read Tom Petty lines. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Get ready, the, Harry. That's the um, supposed offspring of Tom Petty over there. Don't say that his dad listens. I, just, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, we're joking about that part. Yes. Oh, we got a guy listening from Russellville, Arkansas this morning. Nice. Nice. Love uh, it down Kenny there. and Lincoln. <laughs> Colby in Kansas City. All right. Heather and Lincoln. Jeremy and Lincoln. Good job, guys. Uh, yeah. Cleveland Mike. Good job, guys. Thank you, guys. Mike in Lindsburg, Kansas. Kansas. Nice to hear from everybody. We'll quit talking about the weather right now. All right. We're now. done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Come on. We got a lot yeah, of football. Yeah, we about. do. Yesterday, uh, there is a podcast released by Adrian Martinez as part of his. He, he did this all this past year. as the Athletes Unfiltered podcast he does and he was unveiling some stories from the previous year of Husker football especially the injury the, the whole jaw injury the the broken jaw injury and how he was disappointed in how that news was released to the public um, let's get into that yeah let's get into that so so Adrian Martinez was talking yesterday on the podcast about a variety of things but again a big part of this was the the details and the and how the the Broken jaw was publicized, um, and then it's also his rationale for transferring from that from the Browns. Those are the, probably the two most interesting things. So, the jaw injury was worse than we thought. It was, and it started with <laughs> he tells a pretty good story about. Remember when he got hurt at Michigan State? How could you forget? He left the, he left the game yeah. for a series, just one series. Remember that day at band camp? Um, <laughs> American, pie, American Pie reference at 6.08 a.m. I love it. Yeah, so he got hurt at Michigan State in Eastlands, and he, te- and he tells a pretty good little vignette about how he went to the locker room, and he had his, you know, he had his full uniform on and some little tech at Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State tech, yeah. Well, yeah it was X-ray technician. X-ray technician was this this woman was asking him to fill paper fill out paperwork play the game right now he's, he's like hey what are we doing here <laughs> you're asking me to I'm fill playing out in a football game i need to get back can i play it's funny listening to adrian tell that story he's like what are we doing here 
He's got he's got his full uniform <laughs> on. Yeah, I'll just uh, take a fifteen minutes. <laughs> fill out. Oh yeah, this. I don't know what my mother's maiden name is. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, mom, what's your social? <laughs> I need your information here. Do you have your health insurance, mom? I don't have my card on me right now, so <laughs> my wallet's in my locker somewhere. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> Frost is on the side. Like, what's going on? I got to fill out some paperwork. Agents in there filling out paperwork. Can he play or not? Anyway, anyway, so so we didn't know this, but to in order to play, Adrian had six screws drilled into his gums. Six screws drilled into his gums to attach rubber bands to. Yep. He said they numbed me with lidocaine <clears throat> excuse me and and like cranked the screws into my mouth pressing down and they went right into the gums in between the teeth because they didn't want to hit on the roots so it wouldn't be too painful but they'd have to get retightened every week or so this just sounds horrible that's what he was playing with yeah so and he went on to say that in terms of the the ruse of keeping the yeah. extent of the injury under wraps, because yeah. he did talk at the Monday press conferences. He talked after a- games. After games on Monday. He took the rubber bands out of his mouth to do that, to make it sound like everything was just fine. And there was a point, remember I told you there was a point during the season? This is amazing when I think about it. By the way, he on. talked well. Remember, yeah. I mean, and then we couldn't tell. I pulled him off the podium and took him to a little back area of the sixth floor to ask him one-on-one remember i told you this yes is, is your jaw okay and he he threw up his arms it's like yeah it's fine not talking about it uh, <laughs> and i was like adrian not talking about it but he threw it was really he was really animated like his, he threw up his arms like the guy you saw at the stadium that said ha <laughs> i'm out <laughs> <laughs> Never came back. That's he what truthfully it was like. Was that it? it was like that. He 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 threw up his arms. And was like nothing. It's fine. I'm not talking about Look it. At, I can speak. There's nothing yeah. wrong at all. I I was tempted to say, "Open your mouth." I want to see what. Come on, come on. Let's see, let's open. See I want to see what's going on in there. Let's see the carnage yeah. inside. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. But I thought that would have been Is a that little a screw. In there? Yeah, yeah. Six. It was a six like screws. A screws in your gums. <laughs> what's going on? No, that That's he would have been. But you can tell subsequently by his reaction to when Frost, after the Ohio State game, told the world, after it was told on the broadcast of the Ohio State game, that he had a broken Gus jaw Johnson, yep. by Gus Johnson. And Adrian was Adrian was so angry, he dropped an F-bomb on the podcast. Um, so when Frost... Okay, so you got to put yourself back in this moment, remember? Nebraska played Ohio State November sixth. I think it was the date. Yep, yep. yep. And right before by week. No, it wasn't November. I said right. 6th. Before, yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, confirmed the break on November sixth after the Huskers lost to Ohio State. Okay, November sixth. They had a, they had a bye week and then they played. Oh two yeah, weeks he fired his coach November eighth. He right. fired his coaches November eighth. Right. November sixth. So so Gus Johnson mentioned the broken jaw on the broadcast. And then Frost confirmed it after the game. When Frost walked away from the podium, the post post game press conference podium, a sports information director, and this, this was Keith Mann, um, assistant athletic director, stopped stopped Martinez briefly and apprised him of what had been said. And this was not this did not 
fly with Adrian. Adrian said, I didn't think it was appropriate to be talked about at that time, given the result of the game and the time frame. It was something very personal and private to me, and I wanted to be the person to tell it. My grandparents didn't know, he said. My grandma was texting me like, hey, you have a broken jaw? And Adrian said, yeah, sorry, you had to find out over the bleep, bleep, the bleeping broadcast. This was Adrian's dropping F-bombs. Hey, you have a broken jaw. Yes, sorry, you had to find out over a bleeping broadcast on Fox or a news conference post game. I wanted to be able to tell that myself, and I wasn't able to, he said. I know that's not incredibly unique. I know other athletes have stories that aren't able to be shared or they can't necessarily tell their own narrative. He said, it's the industry. It's part of it. It sucks. I do feel like in my situation it could have been avoided. I wasn't looking for excuses that's why it wasn't put out there or part of the part of the reason. Also, also now getting away from his quotes. Also, you don't want to I just don't think you want to tell the opponent that that he has a he has a bad jaw and there's it's there's rubber bands. I mean, because you know what guys are going to do. They're going at your jaw. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. And that could be a catastrophe. Now, now this discussion, I didn't know what to think of it. Like I totally respect where Adrian's coming from, but it would be hard for me to criticize Frost or Gus Johnson in that situation. Because that that, that was a while out. When was that game compared to the Michigan State game? Well, think about it. Michigan State was early in the season. Right. Ohio State was September, right? Yeah. Late September. Yeah, late September. Yeah. And this was this is a month and a half later, basically right. November sixth. So right. It's at hard. some point if if that news is 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 some is well known at least at Nebraska or somewhat, it's going to get out there. Can't just kind keep of. news private forever. Well, that's what Adrian wanted. That was his wishes. Now, Frost... Now, see, okay. Now, people are going to say, oh, yeah, here you go defending Frost again when Adrian didn't want that out. Well, think about it in the context of what we always say about Frost. It doesn't tell us anything about injuries. Well, <laughs> see, see, coaches are in a tough situation in a lot of cases, right? He doesn't tell us about injuries. He did tell us about that, and it was interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that Adrian would react that way, that he'd be that upset about it. But I, I get it after well, listening especially to Especially that long after it actually occurred. Yeah, but you understand. He explains it really well. He wanted to keep it under wraps, um, and he thought it was a private, personal matter that he would handle on his own time. And if if... I mean, this one. This one's tough. I, I get that. I'm not trying to d- deny Adrian of that. And I, I understand. Yeah, you be sensitive. Sens- I yeah. am sensitive, but like, if this was, if if the news came out in the post game of Michigan State when it actually happened, mm-hmm. then I might be a little pissed if I was him and saying, I, I, you know, this just happened. And you're telling me there's these graphic details about what just what happened. Well, to they me wouldn't. Which I went back into the game. Oh, by the way, and yeah. played through it. Yeah. When it's a month plus later, I don't have as much of a problem of it leaking out. I'm sensitive to Adrian there, but news always finds a way to break itself. Yeah, it's amazing. See, he kept this from most of his teammates, too. Okay, he had to take the rubber bands in and out, and he did it surreptitiously. He he didn't want people to know. Now, there were some people that knew what was going on. I don't know how many, but not that many. In his circle, there were some people. But... A lot of his teammates didn't know, but it was very, it's very admirable what he did. I mean, his, his, 
here's what he said. Why play through such an injury was the question. Martinez said he told his teammates, he didn't obviously tell all of them, but he told teammates at practice, quote, hey, this is what we're about. We're playing for something. I'm playing for something. Let's keep this going. Okay. Um, and he kept going right up until Wisconsin. game. The game, you know, he tore his labrum against Wisconsin and missed the season final against Iowa. But, I mean, I hate to frame it up this way. I don't want to be this guy. But what I always say about Adrian is tough. He's a tough dude. I mean, he, he played through this. He sacrificed for the team. That's the kind of guys you need. I always felt that about him. He didn't, you know, he had his flaws for sure. But he was a team, he was a team guy. That's why guys respected him so much. Look at what he played through. He went through hell, basically, with yeah, this. High yeah, ankle sprain in this? I can't imagine it. A high ankle sprain's pretty bad, too, by that, the way. That, oh, that's, that, that's a nagging injury. That, doesn't, that takes forever to, to go away. But, yeah, the broken jaw, he played through that. I mean, the fa- when you heard the rumors about that, I mean, that, there was rumors about that and the game that people had known that he broke his jaw. This, this was not, like, uncommon news. That, hey, people had thought that might have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that nobody same knew game. it, but nobody knew it for sure. Right, it wasn't public information that that was out there and by a source, by Adrian, by uh-uh. UNL, by any no, broadcast. Just it was just a really hot rumor that people had, what ended up being right. Right. So don't and don't, I asked him that day, and and I got a good taste of how guarded he was about it. He did not. He did not want to address it at all. Threw up his arms. I'm fine. Not talking about it. Yeah, I just I, I know it sucks. It, it's part of the media, the industry, to to get to the bottom of news sometimes. So, yeah, and, and it this was a month plus later. I don't I don't have as much of an issue with the news coming out before he said anything. With the fact it was not immediate, and it was it, it did play out in time here. So I, I'm sensitive to Adrian. I don't I don't feel like Nebraska or Gus Johnson is totally in the wrong here in how it was released with how long after it. it no, and was. it's not like it caused a riff. Not between. that we know, but at least it doesn't feel like it. No, it, it didn't. Like no, it. no. Adrian talks in glowing terms about Frost, um, said their relationship was strong right up until the end and remains strong. By the way, Jake, that game against Michigan State was September 25th. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it was – you went – through all of October, half, yeah. Through all the, yeah, make, yeah. Thank you about that. Yeah. Uh, other stuff from the interview with Martinez yesterday on his podcast. Um, okay, yeah, we all know we get torn labor, torn labor against Wisconsin, held him out against the Iowa game, so he ended his career. Okay, keep this against Wisconsin. Yeah, keep this simple. Now he okay. said the shoulder injury. I'm, 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 I'm saying to keep it simple. His decision to go to Kansas State because it's sort of muddy, but you can it's. You can simplify it pretty easy. He said the sh- the shoulder injury basically, in his mind, took declaring for the NFL draft out of the question. Now, he does explain it well. He said, think about it, Jake. I'm going to paraphrase. Because of the injury, say he got an opportunity to get in a camp, either in a, as a late-round guy or an undrafted free agent, which he says. Yeah. So he knows his place in the NFL potential his potential place in the NFL world he said if I'm a late round guy or an undrafted free agent I get an opportunity and I get in camp and my shoulder's not 100 percent am I really going to be able to maximize that opportunity that's really smart Mm -hmm. 
So it came down to it came down to would he stay at Nebraska or would he transfer? And he explained it pretty well why he decided to transfer. Um and part of it is just being able to prove himself in a new place in a new offense. Um and show some of the skills he said that I that that I have that I wasn't showing at Nebraska. Um he said and it had less to do with with what we were doing at Nebraska or not doing. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like he was terribly unhappy. No, here. and if you go back to the moment, we we all thought it was possible if he if he indeed was going to play next year somewhere else or somewhere, it, it might be somewhere else and I I still view it as a healthy split. I don't feel like there's a lot of acrimony. Right. I don't feel like we're still hostile about the situation. No. We moved on. We got Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy. <laughs> he's helps, gonna, yeah. He has a chance to start if he's healthy. I mean, healthy enough by by fall camp. It, he should be the starter at Kansas State, and we'll root for him. We'll support him. You'll, you'll have fans at Nebraska that watch him play and, and actively hope that he wins games, that he plays well, because he's, again, a, a liked, a, you know, a beloved player for Nebraska. It didn't work out in terms of success in the field and wins and losses for Nebraska in his time here, but again, it's somebody that you don't, you know, say you'll buy on the way out and, and never see again. Right. You want it's part of your family that's just you know, went somewhere else but you still follow them. He's very yeah, yes. He's very self-aware though. He said he truly felt that that leaving would be better for both of us. And he said, and that's just business. And this is where he showed some self-awareness. He, know, he said, I know some people are, are like, thank God he's gone. Some fans. And some people are like, man, we're going to miss him. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty yeah. split. It's pretty split. In that. Yeah, and I'd say we're in the camp of we're going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in Nebraska, I think part of the reason Nebraska fans feel okay is because they got a they got what they perceive as a good quarterback, Casey Thompson. Now, if they didn't get Casey Thompson, I don't know. I mean, they might, some fans might feel a little different. The other interesting part of this was Adrian. I found this fascinating. Adrian had to keep his weight up while his oh, jaw yeah, this was. Is, this is sick. Yeah, he had to keep it so he needed protein, and it got to the point where he blended up a steak. He drank a steak till it was the. So it was like oatmeal. Oh. I know. He said it was the most awful, one of the most awful things he ever had. He football's really, I mean, football's brutally hard. I, I just can't imagine drinking a steak. He couldn't eat solid foods. Yeah. So, and he had to keep his weight up. So yeah, he blended us. How can you put a steak you in a blender? Have, you can only have so many protein shakes before you go crazy, right? Is that right? I don't know. I've never had one. Well, I, I've had a, only a couple in my life, but st- I can imagine that if you were forced to basically a fluid diet, but you need to keep your weight up, you I mean, start. You'd you start understand, doing weird. You things. understand you got to drink the protein shakes, but man, like that, you can't do it all the time. You need ha- something. Blender can handle. I'm a steak. not sure I would go all the way to blending a steak. With that being said. But, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. That's what Adrian did. He blended up a steak and basically drank it. Speaking of desperate times calling for desperate measures, we have Vince from Napa, Napa, California. Yep. Vince, yeah, Vince you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Hi, well, Vince. Getting into the spirit of the roll call. Yes. You, can you hear me? We can hear you, we Vince. We can hear you great, clear. Vince. Uh, Speak up. Okay. Roll call. Uh, Vince from Napa, California, and, and you want to get into this age thing, okay, yeah. 49 for me. All right. 
All right, yeah, thank you. And, and in Jersey, like I showed you before, that that would be Ron Guidry. And since you revealed yours, you would be three guys, three guys of note. You would be Matt Millen, okay. Carl Mock, and Tim Lincecum. Oh, cool, Lincecum. Nice. And, oh, and let me throw in Dikembe Mutombo. Okay, all right, no, throw no, him no. in. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll block and, your uh, shot if it's no good, but, Vince. Pretty good, pretty good group of 55 there. But um, Thank you. As for as for what you're, you know, as, as for the conversation with Adrian Martinez, I mean, I think, uh, you know, one, I mean, you're definitely seeing, you know, a trend of uh, unfiltered podcasts, especially to take place after a season or after a guy's career. I mean, obviously, the one that uh, the one that Will Compton did with Bo Pelini uh, a little about a year ago or so, that was one that stood out. But as far as uh, as far as this one with Adrian Martinez, in terms of uh, the injury and the details being leaked. I think the idea of him keeping it under wraps and how coaches typically do, I mean, it just illustrates how, it illustrates how there's a level of gamesmanship because if the specific injury is detailed then and it becomes public, then that's where opponents are, are specifically going to go after that injury you mm-hmm. know, just so as to um, so, so the player becomes even more compromised. And um, as far as, you know, Adrian and how I'll remember, you know, I'll remember him as a fan is that, you know, I mean, you look at the sacrifices he made. I mean, you know, I mean, they were tremendous. And, you know, even though we didn't win a lot of games with him at quarterback, um, I think hopefully if this team does turn it around, I think the sacrifices he'll have made, you know, he will have had some sweat equity in us getting there, even though he wouldn't be actively – he even you know even though he wouldn't actively be a part of it. I mean, as far as you know, I'm neither I'm neither in the thank God he's gone category or you know or or, or I mean I, actually I'd say I'm a little more in the missing category because I think you got to respect the sacrifices that he made. But as far as thank God he's gone, I'm definitely not there because you know I just think that it's like any relationship. There comes a point where it's time, and I just think that five years. Five years as a starter in college football, there's just something a little bit odd about that. Mm, yeah, I got it. it would it, yeah, it would be odd for a sixth year, yep. right? I mean, that'd be really odd, by the way. Right. Thank you, uh, Vince. but thank you, Vince. Um, thanks for that contribution, uh, Derek. Yeah, we got is Derek in his car on I think Highway 77, probably. Derek, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Hey guys, uh, Ebat Northbound seventy seven just uh, fixing to fly underneath the Creed overpass here. But uh, you know Good the visual. whole Adrian thing. Um, after reading that, Steve, I I kind of had a whole new. I always respected Adrian. I loved when he took the podium. He was very well articulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a good spokesperson for the program. Um, but, and so always had that respect and always had that, you know, want for him to be able to be a winner here. Uh, but after reading that, I tell you what, a whole new level of respect. And, and you're right. I don't know anybody that I'm friends with that's a Husker fan that does not want to see Adrian succeed at a very high level with K State. And some of us are already talking about, wouldn't it be cool to watch him go beat Texas? But look, um, that kid, he poured his heart into this program, and he deserves our respect and, and also our support in this uh, next chapter of his life. That's what I think. Sure. Absolutely. Good yep. Good call by Derek. Thanks, Derek. Yeah, I think Derek I think Derek represents what most – what probably – okay, I'm doing what you do. But I think what Derek said represents most Nebraska fan sentiment. Yeah, I, I think even though – 
as you point out, there, there's there's several. There's both. There's two sides here. I think more are on that we're going to and miss more probably after this. After this, after no one this, ever, no one ever doubted his leadership or you know his the he was a nice guy. But you heard Derek. He said this article affected the way he looked at Adrian. That he already respected him, but disrespects him that much more. That's how I felt reading the article. I didn't. T- I mean, I got to tell you. I mean, I know it sounds. It doesn't sound great for a someone who covers the team for a living to not know exactly the extent of his jaw injury. I figured he's playing with something. That's why I asked. I didn't know they drilled six, six screws, screws into his gums, and that he he put rubber. He had to have rubber bands in his mouth, and his jaw may never completely heal correctly it's still he said it still doesn't open and shut like it used to yeah that's um yeah football's bizarre but yeah i i feel like you know you know how i felt about adrian um but coming out of this article even it's even enhanced how i feel about him i mean he sacrificed at an, an enormous level for that for this team We'll talk to first teammate. We'll talk to Husker Online Sean Callahan up next on early break in the ticket.